Welcome back to the Section 121 Leader Podcast. My name is Stanley Black, and today we're in Doctrine and Covenants, Section 121, Verse 43. Reproving betimes with sharpness when moved upon by the Holy Ghost. So let's break that down. When we look at reproving, so we're talking about reproof, correction, chastening, generally a changing in direction caused by letting someone know that they're wrong. So if we cross-reference that to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 11 and 12, it says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. So there's this concept throughout the scriptures of chastening out of love, correcting out of love, because you like them, because you want them to be happy. So it's important to remember that this divine correction or Zion correction is based on love for the other person, not the fact that they bothered you or they messed with your day or they somehow made things inconvenient for you. Because correcting out of anger or personal frustration is very much a behavior we would see in Babylon with the great and spacious building, where it's about pride and about how important I am. The correction we're talking about here is correction that allows a person to do better, to be more successful, to find more joy in life. So looking at this then, reproving betimes with sharpness. So what does betimes mean? It has two different connotations. In the modern context, it means occasionally. And in the more olden context or archaic context, it means before the usual or expected time or early. So it's kind of interesting that this is one of those words that is kind of turned on its head and went from meaning early to occasionally. But I think that there are lessons from both meanings of the word. From the more modern context, it's saying reproving occasionally with sharpness or clarity. So this occasional reproof implies that you're not living in a constant spirit of telling everyone what they're doing wrong all the time or being critical. And I think that's important because if you consider the leaders that have influence in your life, they're able to communicate to you that they believe in you, that they support you. And so they're not constantly being critical about everything that you're doing. But if we look at the archaic meaning of it, the be times from a context of early, then we see even more importance of the leader being a leader who is present at the times that he needs to be present and is involved in the lives of the people so that when small mistakes are made, those small mistakes can be corrected early on. There are many analogies in life, software development being one of them, that it's much easier to solve problems early in the process than it is late in the process. And as with this and so many other areas of life, early reproof with clarity leads to greater success and happiness for everyone. Another anecdote associated with this is for those who remember back when they did the first AI versus a human on Jeopardy, when they had the IBM Watson computer, they found that its learning was limited until they added the ability to correct it. In other words, when they added the ability to say, no, that's not the right answer, and have that processed by the AI, it was able to learn much more quickly and get to correct answers much faster. So reprove correction is important, and it's important to be done early, and it's important to do with great clarity and sharpness. But this does not mean that it's done out of a spirit of anger, because the following words are, when moved upon by the Holy Ghost. 
And this cross-references, of course, very well to verse 45, where it says, Let thy vows also be full of charity towards all men. So the idea is that out of a spirit of love, we reprove betimes with sharpness when moved upon by the Holy Ghost. So we are reproving early with clarity in a spirit of love. And then to drive home the message, and then showing forth afterwards an increase of love towards him whom thou hast reproved, lest he esteem thee to be his enemy. Think about those leaders, those teachers, who have made the most difference in your life. They probably corrected things about your life, corrected things that you had done wrong, helped you see a better path. But they did it in a way that helped you feel loved. And because you felt loved, you trusted them and you were able to move forward and use that advice well. This is a critical piece and one of the other reminders to not be doing this reproving from the great and spacious building or in a spirit of anger, but rather be doing it in a spirit of love so that you can reprove with great clarity, help the person understand the mistake they made, and then show forth afterwards that increase of love. Now, it's tempting, particularly in long-standing relationships like the relationship of parents to children, to say, well, I mean, obviously, they know I love them, right? And that's easy to say, but the reality is, if they're feeling weak today, if they're feeling down, they may not remember that very well as they're trying to absorb the correction you gave them. So it's very important to show love in a way that can be clearly understood. A great resource on this is a book by Dr. Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. This book talks about how different people receive messages of love in different ways. And so it's an excellent way to review and say, okay, how do I show love in a way this person will understand based on what I know about them and their primary ways of receiving messages of love? I have done a YouTube series with summaries of the chapters of this book if you'd like to quickly go through the content and understand it at a high level. So again, for today's verse, this concept of clear reproof early on with clarity as directed by the Holy Ghost and with the intention to show love clearly afterwards. So think about the reproof that you've received in your life that worked well for you. Why did it work? And consider what can you do the next time you need to be correcting someone. Maybe there's someone that you need to correct today. What can you do to ensure that you communicate a spirit of love through that correction and afterwards so that that person knows they can trust you and that you do indeed love them? There are links in the podcast description to the resources I mentioned today.